Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, guys. It's about learning how to dance in the fucking rain. Welcome to Steel Jack City. Build strength. Get jacked. Begin today, it continues tomorrow, and it never fucking dies. Carve the mindset. The back's against the wall. The only way out is to put the work in. Now here's your host, C-Roy. What's your passion? My passion is fucking passion. Boom. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast, man. We got a, a, a fun show lined up today. Um, this is probably, what, the third, fourth week in a row now? Um, I'm already starting to lose track, so I guess that's a good sign because I set my goal. If you listened last week, I set my goal. I want to give you guys a show 52 weeks in a row, no matter what it is, even if it's just five minutes. Even if it's just five minutes, I want to get in front of you guys Stay in contact with you guys and uh, hit that shit one year running, um, one year consecutive. So <clears throat> that's the goal. Um, but we got a fun one lined up, man. We got a fun one today. But first, before we dive in, some exciting news. Um, the podcast has its first official sponsor. Um, we have a sponsor today. And our sponsor is the Mike Butler Insurance Agency, man. Call him for all your health, life, and Medicare insurance needs in our home state of Michigan. His number is 248-844-9110. Mike, he goes out and he finds the best possible value for you. Whether you're self-employed, whether you own a business, or even if you just don't get coverage at your job, this guy will help you. So call him. And I can personally attest to this. Mike is my insurance agent. And um, to be honest, guys, I am not good at being an adult. Um, you know, I'm so focused on the business, so focused on, you know, my own training. Um, I'm so focused on, you know, educating myself to, to, to make myself the best coach I can be. And, um, you know, I don't have a lot of time or really give a lot of my time to a lot of those other things that, you know, require attention or, or responsibility, really, uh, when it comes to being like an adult, like insurance, um, you know, so me, when it come time for me to actually get some, uh, you know, I really didn't know what to do. And Mike made it super easy for me, man. He hooked me up with my health insurance, super painless, easy, you know, found the best one for me, laid out all my options for me. Um, and then later on, you know, when I got engaged and, and getting married this week, actually get married in four days, um, you know, I wanted to take out a life insurance uh, policy and he helped me find that super easy, laid it all out for me. And I picked the best one, man. So um, I can personally attest to him and what he offers. And he is, man, he's one of the, he's the best out there. So make sure you give him a call. Again, it's the Mike Butler Insurance Agency, 248-844-9110. And thank you to the Mike Butler Insurance Agency for sponsoring the show. 
Now, for today's show, we've got a good one planned today, guys. We've got a good one. It's going to be a fun one. Today, we've got the top 10 commandments to being a badass mother effer. All right. And I'm going to try not to drop an F bomb today. I think I've already swore, but I'm going to try not to drop the F bomb. Okay. At least now I'm being conscious of it. Um, You know, I'm sure it'll come out eventually when I'm just flying off the cuff, but. I'm going to try not to swear so much, guys. So um, here we go. The top 10 commandments. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring the YouTube uh, stream on here. Going live on YouTube. And there we go. We're live on YouTube. So we've got the podcast recording. We've got the YouTube streaming. And we're ready to dive in to the 10 commandments to being a badass mother effer. All right. These are in no particular order, okay? So we're just going to go over the top 10, and I'm going to dive into each one. So number one, the number, the first commandment to being a badass mother effer is hydrate. You got to hydrate, guys. Hydration is super important. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one because, I mean, it's 2018, okay? I think we should know. Um but nonetheless, it needs to be on this list because it is extremely important. Um, being adequately hydrated affects your body systemically, affects everything. Um, your digestive system is heavily dependent on proper hydration levels. Um, your skin quality is heavily dependent on hydration levels. Your mus- muscle tissue quality and, and pliability is super dependent on hydration levels. Um, There is no getting around it. And when I say you need to hydrate, I mean drinking water, guys. Gatorade, vitamin water, all this shit that's colored and everything, that does not count, okay? Those are juices, okay? Those are for kids. I put them all, I group them all together. Might as well be drinking a juice box, okay? Um. So hydrate, super important. Wait, first thing in the morning, the first thing I do every morning after I wake up and go to the bathroom, take a piss, I down two bottles of water. A lot of people don't even get that the whole day. A lot of people struggle just to get that in an entire day, okay? Weigh yourself before you go to bed. So brush your teeth before you go to bed. You're getting ready to go to bed. The last thing you do, you know, go to the bathroom before you go to bed. And then the last thing you do before you walk to your bedroom, weigh yourself. Okay? Weigh yourself. See what that number is. Go to bed. Sleep. Wake up. Next morning. Go to the bathroom. You know, take a piss. Right after you take that piss, wearing the same clothes you wore the night before, Go ahead and weigh yourself again. Guarantee. I mean, I, and it's going to be different for everybody, depending how tall you are, how much muscle mass you have, whether you're a male or female. But you'll be anywhere from two to five, maybe, pounds lighter in the morning. Now, you weren't burning five pounds of fat while you were sleeping. That weight comes from water. You are, you are, you literally have two to five pounds less water in your body than you did when you went to bed. You are dehydrated. 
And then the first thing people do when they wake up is they reach for the coffee. They start drinking the coffee because they're tired as fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, there's the F-bomb. I knew it wasn't going to take long. Yeah, I I realized a couple weeks, side tangent here, okay, side tangent. A couple weeks ago, I uh, got invited to this baseball event with this baseball team that I train. <clears throat> I went to this baseball uh, field, you know, it's not like major league baseball or anything, it's kind of like a minor league system, but um, the, the baseball field, the park, has a wiffle ball field um, in it. So, you know, I'm there with the kids that I train, you know, they're anywhere from, you know, eight, nine years old, all the way up to 13 years old. Um, but in this ballpark, there's a, a small wiffle ball field, uh, like a, just a mini baseball field for wiffle ball for like little five, six, seven year old kids. And uh, we were standing next to it and they all told me, you know, they were all playing the wiffle ball, you know, it's just this big line to bat, you know, and they have a, a lady working it that's pitching um, and they have the bases that you run and everything. And they all tell me, oh, go, go ahead, get in line, get in line, get in line. And I was like, I don't really want to, but, you know, they wanted me to. So I was like, all right, whatever. So I get in line, wait in line, and I uh, finally get up to bat. And, you know, the wiffle ball bats that I'm used to, that I played with as a kid, were like the super sluggers. They were like fat, like super fat, like, I don't know, 10 inches around maybe, you know, like a six-inch girth or diameter, if you will. It's a super thick-ass bat. Well, the one they had was like a broomstick. This thing was thin, man. So it cut through the air like super fast. And, um, you know, I wasn't expecting that. So I get up to bat, and the lady, um, probably a little annoyed, and I don't blame her <laughs> for seeing a 26-year-old uh, step up to bat in this wiffle ball field full of five and six, seven year old kids. Um, so her being annoyed, you know, I'm watching her pitch to all these kids and she's, you know, just giving them soft toss, you know, lofting these things up there, you know, like you typically would with wiffle ball. And I get up to bat and she throws me some sauce, man. She puts some heat on this pitch, um, you know, straight beeline. And, you know, kind of caught me off guard, but I took a cut at it anyway. And this bat, you know, just cut through the air. I haven't swung with it yet. You know, this is my first swing. And this thing just cut right through the air. The pitch was fast. Wasn't expecting it. And I just totally whiffed on it, man. And hard. Like, I was trying to, you know, I'm trying to impress these kids. You know, these are the kids that I train. So, you know, I want to show them, you know, what's up, right? And uh, so I just take this huge cut because I just want to blast this thing. And I whiff terribly. And I just go, fuck. <laughs> and like right as like the CK was coming out of my mouth, like I felt like I was in like a Christmas story. Have you guys ever seen a Christmas story when uh, Ralphie freaking spills the, the lug nuts all over the freaking road? Like I felt like I said fuck for like 15 seconds, man. It just drew out. And, like, right as I was finished, I was just, like, you know, looking around and see all these little kids. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> like, so not my proudest moment for sure. But um, also opening my eyes that, uh, you know, I have a swearing problem. Um, you know, I knew I swore a lot, but 
and you start slipping in front of little kids like that, it's just not, doesn't, it's not a good look. All right. So it's something I'm going to try. Um, so we already blew this week, but there's always next week. We're going to see if we can get through a show without saying fuck. Um, you know, not swearing completely, but we'll, we'll try to try to try to not say fuck. All right. Baby steps. So, so much for this episode. We'll try again next week. So back to what I was saying, hydration, people will wake up, they reach for the coffee, you know, that's the first thing that they're drinking in the morning. Um, furthering, further dehydrating themselves. Not a good idea, guys. You got to hydrate clean, clear, purified water all day long. You know, minimum of 60% of your body weight in ounces as a starting point. Then it has to alter. Um, you know, you alter that number by your activity level, how much you're sweating, what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. So hydration affects your mood. Affects your your energy levels, digestion, skin quality, muscle pliability, so many different things, guys. If you're going to dominate, if you're going to be a badass motherfucker, and I can say that now because I already swore, then you have to be adequately hydrated. Next, number two, deadlift. Heavy deadlifts. Now, I was... Um, I almost just said lift heavy, but I changed this to deadlifts, okay, to just deadlifting, okay. Obviously, you know, I, I, I own and operate a strength and conditioning gym. So, you know, you can say I'm biased, but hear me out. Um, but what I, back to what I was saying. So I, I wasn't say lift heavy, period. But I know everybody's not, you know, doesn't share my passion for lifting. Everybody doesn't want to be jacked. Um, this is for everybody. This list right here is for everybody. Okay, could be for a yoga person, could be for a marathon runner. This is for everybody. This, this, these ten commandments to dominating your life. These are for everybody, and that's why I changed it to just deadlifts. Lift heavy. I mean, I love bench pressing. I love squatting. You can do all those things. That's great. Even better, in my opinion. But deadlifting is the bare minimum. You at least have to deadlift. If you don't want to lift other weights, if you don't want to bench, if you don't want to be doing all this other stuff, that's fine. But you at least have to deadlift. Fairly heavy, okay? We're not talking about like, you know, set to 25 here to tone your butt and everything. We want relatively heavy weight. Now, if you have an injury and you need to recover from that injury, you need to come back from that injury, then the high rep stuff has its place. But everybody needs to be deadlifting because there is nothing that positively affects your hormones like lifting a heavy weight off the floor. Um, it works every muscle in your body. Um, it's super good for your hormone profile. Um, and this isn't even just my opinion, guys. I've actually heard a doctor say this. Um, there's a doctor. His name's Dr. Anthony J. And he says one of the best things you can do just for overall health is to deadlift. Um, go check him out. He's actually um, big into, you know, the estrogenic compounds in our society everywhere and, and the, the negative health benefits of them. He's got a lot of good stuff, man. Um, I would definitely go look into him, Dr. Anthony J. But um, deadlifts, man. So, yes, it's going to make you strong. Yes, it's going to uh, positively affect your hormones. But the reason, the big reason it's on this list and the reason I say everybody needs to be doing this is because even if 
you're not into lifting, even if you don't share my views, we all have one thing in common, and that is time. We are all going to get older. We are all going to get weaker. Okay? The number one sign of aging is loss of muscular muscular mass. The second sign of aging, most abundant sign of aging, is loss of muscular strength. So you lose muscle mass. You get smaller. You shrink. Then those, those smaller muscles, those atrophying muscles become weaker. And we all probably have known an old person who has fallen and, and really jacked themselves up. And it's the beginning of the end when that happens, guys. When you're old and you fall and you break a hip or you, you, know, you, you, you jack something up like that, it's the beginning of the end. And why are they falling? They're falling because they, their muscles aren't strong enough to stabilize. They're not strong enough to catch themselves if they slip. You know, that is because they are weak. They, 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 they lost the strength. They lost the muscle. That's why a resistance training, strength training regimen has to be in every person's routine. I don't care who you are, what you do. Not saying you have to do it all the time. I mean, just deadlift once every 10 days. Some sort of deadlifting once every 10 days. Hit some deadlifting. Hit some core work. Call it a day. You're going to be much better off for it. Okay? So, number two, fucking deadlift. Let's go. Number three, eat quality meat. Quality meat. Now, I put this one in here because 99% of the meat that we have access to in this country is garbage. When I say quality meat, I'm not talking about bologna. I'm not talking about salami, okay? I'm talking about quality meat, grass-fed beef, organic, free-range chicken. You know, getting this food as close to its natural state as possible, okay? Even better... If you can freaking hunt it yourself, and this is something I'm actually want to start doing this year, um, I'm actually going to look into starting to hunt. You know, I want to hunt deer. Uh, I'll hunt pheasant, wild turkey. You know, I don't care. I want to get this food with uh, the minimal amount of processing, least amount of hands on it before it hits my dinner table, <clears throat> to get the highest quality possible. Not to mention, it'll be a hell of a lot cheaper. Because that high quality stuff is more expensive. But guys, you cannot afford not to. The shit that they are putting out now is going to be the death of us. It is garbage. So it's real simple. Quality meat. You need the protein. And not to mention it's got tons of other micronutrients and health benefits. But it's got to be it's gotta be the high quality stuff, guys. And that goes right in line with the next one, which is number four, eat quality vegetables and fruit. What do I mean by quality? Organic. Okay. Even if you can grow it yourself, even better. If you have a garden, grow your vegetables yourself. So you know exactly what's going on them, what, what's, what's happening with them, what's in the process of that. Even better. I heard something say that. You know, the top athletes in 10 years are only going to be those who grow their own food because the stuff they're putting out now is filthy. It is garbage. 
It's going to kill us. There's shit that we allow in our foods in this country that are illegal in other countries. Just the thing itself is illegal and we're putting it inside our food, feeding it to our children, feeding it to ourselves. It's insane. Good quality fruits and vegetables in wide variety. We're not eating the same shit every day. Mix it up. Broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, green beans, squash, cucumbers. I mean, you have so many options. It's stupid to eat the same thing every day. I did that for years, man. I did the chicken and broccoli for years. It's stupid. You feel so much better. Not to mention, it just switches it up. You don't get bored with it. Quality fruits and vegetables. Okay. Organic, if your wallet allows. I know it's more expensive. I know it's hard, but you can't afford not to. And we'll do. I'll do a show like on this later, later on, um, about you know how to buy organic, when to buy organic, what to buy organic. There are some things you can get away with not buying organic. You know, so I'll go over that in a later show. But you know, eat those things. Wide varieties. And in, and in different states too, you know, you'll cook some of the nutrition out of your vegetables when you cook them. So try to eat some raw, you know, I don't particularly care for like raw broccoli or anything like that. Not to mention like those, those more dense vegetables are a little harder to digest raw. So you typically want to cook those, but I, I, I eat a raw salad every day to get some raw vegetables in my diet. Has some, some baby spinach, some romaine lettuce. Some cucumbers, some tomatoes, some onion. Throw a little bit of kale or Swiss chard in there once once in a while. You know, drizzle a little olive oil on there, a little bit of balsamic vinegar. Boom! Raw salad, raw vegetables, getting all those micronutrients. Man, there's nothing cooked out of those. So mix in some raw too. I do a I do a raw salad daily, daily. You gotta go green, man. You gotta get the fruits and vegetables. So many benefits. So many micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, fiber. All that stuff, super important. So that's number four. Three and four, quality meat, organic, grass-fed, free-range, you name it, wild-caught, all that shit. Quality, as close to the source as possible. Hunt that shit if possible. And then good, clean, organic fruits and vegetables. Let's go. Number five, walk daily. Now, when I say walk daily, I don't mean getting your ass up from your desk at work to walk to the bathroom and then walk back to your desk. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about setting time aside to go for a walk, preferably outside if you're able to. I know even, especially here in Michigan, if it's cold as fuck, you know, it can be hard, but try to walk outside daily. Leave the cell phone inside, leave the electronics inside, at least 15 minutes of peace and quiet, just you walking. Why do I say this? It's, it's, it's my form of meditation. A lot of people that don't meditate, it's because they can't sit still, which can, is a problem in and of itself. And I have that problem too. So I kind of do my meditation uh, on, on the move, but I, I don't do it because I necessarily can't sit still. I do it because cognitively your brain works better when you are in motion. The human body is made to move. And everything works better when you are moving. And I use it as just time alone. Just my alone time. I'll cycle through ideas. I'll think about work. I'll think about the, the, the business and, and things going on. I'll think about 
you know, maybe stuff I can do for Sarah, you know, things I need to do around the house. It's kind of, it's just my time to kind of just gather my thoughts, organize them a little bit, set myself up and just a, a refresher, man, getting away from the electronics. I'm not staring at a fucking screen anymore. I don't have my cell phone attached to my hip. I'm just it's peace and quiet. I'm outside. I'm looking at the trees, freaking looking at birds and rabbits and shit running around. It's, it's peaceful guys. It's nice. Time away. Time to reset a little bit. A break from all the shit that you're subject to all day long. The phones, the computers, the TVs. Just get outside and walk. Not to mention all the benefits of walking. And it's a minimum of 15 minutes, guys. Stretch that shit up to an hour if you want. I don't care. That's great. But it's a minimum of 15 minutes every day. Just get outside. And all the benefits of walking, the health benefits of the cardiovascular benefits, the the benefits of recovery. If, if for us who are lifting and are sore or, or working out and stuff and beating ourselves down, it's got tons of recovery benefits. It lowers cortisol. There's so many benefits of walking. Maybe we'll do a show on that later. Let me write a note of that so I don't forget. We'll do a whole fucking episode on walking and all the benefits of walking because it's super underrated, super underrated. Um, that's why I did a whole I did a whole charity run just trying to get people outside and walking every day just so they can understand how it makes them feel and how, how beneficial it is. So that's number five, walk daily. Number six, sleep. Sleep is super important. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one, um, but sleep is immensely important. You can't get around it. Um, minimum, bare minimum of seven hours a night. That's the bare minimum. I don't care. Now, I know there's going to be extenuating circumstances. There's going to be times you're going to get less than that. I'm talking about on on average, like what is typically happening. Seven hours is the bare minimum. If you're consistently planning and getting less than that, then you need to change it. Seven hours is the bare minimum. Eight hours is great. Nine hours is fucking phenomenal if you can get nine hours. I know that's hard. I mean, even for me, knowing the benefits of it, it's hard for me to get nine hours. You know, maybe once in a blue moon I can get that. But consistently I'm getting about eight. I get about seven and a half to eight hours. So um, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on all the benefits of sleep. But, you know, it's our body's time to to rest. It's our body's time to repair. It's our body's time to reset it, uh, most of our hormones are produced when we're sleeping. Um, if our hormones are basically the electricity of our body, um, if our hormones are out of whack, our body is not going to be working right. And lots of bad, serious health consequences can stem from having um, hormones that are out of whack. So you do not want to fuck with the hormones. Sleep is super important. Um, just from an evolutionary standpoint, if you look at human beings, we are so, just as a species, we are so vulnerable when we are asleep. Literally, we are just laying there, unconscious, you know, you know, evolutionary, you know, coming up, you know, a bear could just come up and fuck our shit up while we're sleeping. A wolf, like anything. But we did not evolve out of it. Why? Because it's that important. So many things go on with your brain when you're asleep that need to happen. Um, let's just, I mean, I'm not going to dive into it because it, like this could be a whole show in of itself too. Um, 
and I'm not like this sleep expert by any means, but I know enough about it to understand how important it is. Um, there's a great book. If you're really interested in this topic and how beneficial sleep is, what it does and how to sleep better. Um, Sean Stevenson has a book. It's called sleep smarter. Highly recommend that book. He's kind of like the sleep doctor, man. He's kind of one of the, the, the top guys when it comes to sleep. Um, so he has a lot of great stuff. That book is a, is a bestseller. You can get it on Amazon and all that stuff. So I highly recommend that book if you're more interested in sleep, how to optimize it, how to get better sleep, why it's so beneficial, you know, basically just the deep dive on sleep. So, um, But that's number six, guys. If we're going to dominate our life, if we're going to be a badass motherfucker, we got to be sleeping. We've got to be resetting our body. We've got to be repairing our body and, um, you know, our energy the next day, our uh, mood the next day, all that stuff is affected by sleep. And if you're sleeping like shit, you're not sleeping, then you're going to be a sack of shit the next day. Okay. So you got to be getting your sleep. There's no way around it. If you've been missing this step right now is the time to change it. It's going to change your world. I guarantee it. Um, so that's number six sleep. Number seven. If you listen to last week's show, then I'm not going to have to spend a lot of time on this, so I won't. So if you didn't listen to last week, last week, last week, Jesus, last week's show, then after you finish listening to this one, go back and listen to it because number seven is supplementation. Now, if you listen to last week's show, you heard that I'm really not necessarily big on supplementation. Um, I'm big on diet first, which is why quality meat, fruit, and vegetables on here. Um, but supplementation has its place for really optimizing if you're going to dominate and be a badass motherfucker. There are three big supplements that I have always taken that I don't like to generalize and say everybody, but I can generalize and say probably 90 if I'm being conservative, 90% of people would benefit from, we have fish oil, fish oil, anti-inflammatory, um, you know, tons of cardiovascular benefits, tons of cognitive and brain benefits, um, with fish oil and just getting the proper ratios of omega threes into your diet. Um, because you have to take them in you, your body cannot create those. You have to take those in through food and, and supplementation. Um, Unless you're eating wild caught salmon three, four times a week, you can probably supplement with fish oil. It's got to be high quality though, guys. Um, so fish oil. Number two, especially for those of us that live in Michigan, if you can see behind me out the window, it's kind of dreary. Um, vitamin D. Unless you're getting 20 minutes of direct sunlight on your torso, your chest, your back every day, the more likely you're not getting enough vitamin D. Um, so vitamin D is super important and it's so important in the body. It, it, its properties are more like a hormone than it are, than they are a vitamin. So vitamin D is super important. It's anti-cancer, um, you know, hormone, it helps with hormones. Um, and if you're deficient in vitamin D, then the opposite is true. Your hormones are going to be fucked up and you can actually, you know, it's been shown people that are chronically deficient in vitamin D over a long period of time have a higher risk of developing types of cancers. So vitamin D is super important guys. And then the last one is magnesium. 
the stat, I mean, I read it years ago. It's probably even higher now, but it's some words of like 80 to 85% of the U.S. population is deficient in magnesium. It's one of the most deficient, the one, one of the most abundant deficiencies we have as a nation. That's magnesium. Um, just because it, it is difficult to get it through the diet. Unless you're eating a shitload of dark, greasy, greasy, dark, greasy, <laughs> dark, green, leafy vegetables um, or a shitload of almonds. And then you're probably not getting enough because those are two of the highest uh, sources um, or, or I shouldn't say highest, but two are probably the most popular ones that most people would eat. Um, so I supplement with magnesium um, and I do eat a lot of griefy lean vegetables. <laughs> um, but uh, so magnesium, those are the three guys. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on those because I actually have a blog on the Steel Jack City website steeljackcity.com is the very first blog i ever put on there about these three supplements i go a little bit deeper into each one and i also give you the specific supplements for each one that i endorse that i like that i take personally um so that's number seven man supplementation has its place to optimize your life so you can dominate and be a badass motherfucker Next, number eight, have a rock. When I say rock, I'm not talking about fucking physical pebble, like stone rock. I'm not talking about a pet rock, okay? I'm not talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, even though he's my boy. I fucking love that dude. One of my, my childhood hero. Still badass, like... Badass mother. We're talking about badass motherfuckers. You can't talk. And they can't not talk about the rock. Dude's the shit. But I'm gonna talk about him. No. What I'm talking about is a significant other. Okay? If we're talking about dominating your life, optimizing your life to dominate it and be a badass motherfucker, you have to have that support system. You have to have that rock, that anchor at home that person to share it all with, to dominate it with, to have that relationship with somebody. Um, I say significant other because you don't have to be married. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that don't get married that have probably more successful relationships than a lot of married couples. Um, but having that person that you can lean on because life is a roller coaster, man. It's got ups, it's got downs. Even though you're a badass motherfucker and you're dominating, there's going to be times where it gets to you, man. Stress gets to you and you're going to have times where you're just not dominating like you usually do. And you need that person that knows you can dominate and that dominates with you that can help lift you up that can help support you, that can help um, help you through it until you get back up. Um, you know, life ebbs and flows. We all go through this. Nobody, I don't care what you say, nobody is 100%, 100% of the time. It's more, there's another blog that I have on sealjackcity.com. It's called The Rule of 80, The Rule of 80%. 80% of the time, you're you're firing at 80%. 10% of the time, you're at 100%. And then 10% of the time, you're shit. Okay? 
and that's speaking of in the gym, but also that goes for life, guys. The gym is perfect metaphor for life. That is life too. 80% of the time you're operating at probably like 80%. Then 10% of the time, you're probably 100%. Those are the days where you're fucking firing all cylinders. You're really mother, you're really fucking dominating. Like nobody can touch your ass. And then 10% of the time is the opposite of that, where you doubt yourself. You, you, you know, you're not firing on all cylinders. You know, maybe something happened. Maybe you lost a loved one or, you know, maybe your business isn't doing well or maybe, you know, something happened. You got sick. You know, there's always going to be storms in life. That's why this is the fucking beginning quote of my podcast. You know, life is not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the fucking rain. Greg Plitt, man, that quote has always resonated with me. And you need that rock. You need that person to dance in the rain with, you know, to ride that storm out. It's super important, guys. You need that person in your life that enhances all other aspects of it, that makes you want to be a badass motherfucker, that makes you want to dominate your life, you know, and that you can lean on in those storms. You can lean on for support. You can be with them and you do the same for them. If you're going to optimize your life, if you're going to dominate and be the baddest ass motherfucker you can be, you need that person. I'm not saying you can't dominate. I'm not saying you can't be a badass motherfucker without one. But I'm saying if you're going to be the baddest ass motherfucker you can be, you got to have that rock. Right? Shout out to my rock who I get to marry in four days. All right. Miss Sarah Scheimer, soon to be Miss Beast Roy. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't get too serious on you. So, um, <clears throat> so that's number eight, man. Have a rock. So, number nine, almost done. Got our final two. Number nine, read daily to learn. I, I, I have read daily, but I'm going to further this. I'm going to say to learn. Um, because you can read fiction books and shit. And you know, I'm not a big fan of reading for fiction, reading stories, reading Harry Potter or fucking Twilight. You know, it's a form of entertainment. You might as well watch TV, in my opinion. Um, I, I group them together. But, you know, honestly, if I had to pick one better, obviously, I think reading is a little bit more beneficial. Um, it's a little bit more involved than just watching television. But um, to be a badass motherfucker and down it, you need to read to learn, man. Read to learn at least a half an hour a day. You know, there's so many ways in today's society to take in information. You have the internet, you have podcasts, you have YouTube videos, you have all this shit. Nothing beats a published written book. A published written book in your hands. Nothing beats that. To be able to read that and take in information that way is the best way to learn. Is the best way to learn, guys. Um, So read daily to learn. Whatever your profession is, whatever your craft is, whatever you're passionate about, you need to read to master it. You need to read to learn more about it. There's a statistic that I heard from Charles Poliquin that the top 1% of people in their field designate 8 to 20 hours per week, per week, to educating themselves in their craft. 
So you will never make it to the top percentage of your field unless you are setting a minimum of eight hours a week. That's over an hour a day that these people do. And what are you doing? I'm saying just a minimum of a half an hour a day. That's not even close to that eight hour mark at the end of the week. I do much more than that. I read all the time. But I know everybody is baby steps. But we have to read daily. Reading is becoming a lost art. That's why I set the bar so low. Read, guys. You have to read every day. That is number nine. Not going to spend a lot of time on it because it's pretty simple. And then lastly, kind of goes in line with number nine. But last, the last commandment, the 10th commandment to being a badass motherfucker and dominating your life is your career. What you do for a living. You are going to spend a third of your life doing whatever it is you do for your job. You probably spend a third of your life sleeping. You have a third of your life at your job. And then a third of your life is probably recreational free time. What you, that's a third of your, and you're sleeping that one third. So really half of your conscious life, you know, you're unconscious when you're sleeping. So half your conscious life is going to be spent doing this. You have to do something you love, something you are passionate about. You cannot spend half your life doing something that makes you miserable, doing something you hate, doing something you dread, doing something that makes you want to hit the snooze button on your alarm clock, doing something that makes you want to just stay under the covers and not even sleep, really. Just fucking lay there and be annoyed by the, by your alarm clock going off. You cannot have a job like that and dominate your life. You cannot have a job like that and be a badass motherfucker. It does not work. Do something you love. Do something you're passionate about. Do something that you don't even need your alarm clock to wake you up in the morning because you're up before that motherfucking alarm clock. And you're up ready to go, ready to dominate. You're passionate. You're firing. You're fired up. Let's go. You need a job that does that. And see how your life changes. See how your mood changes. You cannot be leaving work every day depressed because you hate what you do. You cannot be living for the weekend because guess what? Monday always comes. So if you are going to dominate and be the baddest ass motherfucker you can be, you need to have a job you are passionate about, period. And that's it, guys. Those are the 10 commandments to being a badass motherfucker and dominating your life. Not going to go over them all again. If you want to, you can rewind this shit and listen to it again. There's a lot of good stuff there. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate Mike Butler Insurance Agency for sponsoring the show. And um, let's grow this show, guys. Share this show. Um, follow the show. We're on a bunch of different platforms. Follow us. Um, and uh, let's grow this thing, man. Support the show. So uh, until next week, I will be a married man next time you guys talk to me, next time you guys see me, or next time I talk to you, rather. I will be a married man. Um, so maybe next week we could get the new misses on the show for a little newlyweds episode. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if I can get her on here. So um, until then, guys, 
Like I said, like the show, share the show, follow the show, grow the show. I appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Till then, GP, send us out, bro. Second by second, you lose the opportunity to become the person you want to be. Where are you going to stop making excuses and take charge of your fucking life?